guys, welcome back to Best of Both Worlds with Alana, with Katie, in Ground Floor Studios in Philadelphia. Woo woo. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, KJ, what's up? Everything, all at once. <sighs> it just feels like it's hitting me like a brick. It's that time of year. It's the most wonderful. Alana, oh, we gotta be careful, I told you. You think that would get taken down? Like, it's a Christmas classic. It's YouTube doesn't care like that it's a Christmas classic. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just learning all the YouTube rules, and I'm trying to follow. I will abide. But it is the most wonderful time of the year. How is your Christmas shopping going? Well, on Black Friday, I mostly bought for myself. Okay. And then on Cyber Monday, I bought for everybody else. Right. Yeah, so my mom's birthday is on Christmas, which means it's, oh my God, like you have to get it all. You have to get it all. So I wrapped my mom, I'm pretty sure. Got my brother, got my sister. I got like the big hitters. Okay, that's good. How about you? Yeah, so I waited till the very last second and then I actually just said, okay, Lana, like put your big girl pants on, mm -hmm. get online, mm -hmm. let's fucking go. So made a full list, went A to Z. Checking it twice. Checking it twice, crossing it off, dotting my eyes, and I bought everyone in under like two hours. And I was actually like, wow. Under two? Yeah. Wow. And honestly, like, I'm really proud of the, the choices yeah. I've made. So I'm really looking forward to gifting all of those. Um, Ugh, I love gifting. <sighs> but the worst is when you give someone a gift and the reaction is like, thanks. And I know some people just aren't good at um, expressing themselves. Expressing. But I am. Like, when I get a gift that I love, you know it. Right. But I'm also really good at covering it up. So maybe you actually don't know it. <laughs> Right. Okay. So like you're, you're just going to act through the pain, even if you don't like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like I would do that too. You know, like, have you ever gotten it? Like, what's the worst gift you ever got? <sighs> okay. So like, honestly, the person who I'm about to talk about listens to this podcast, but like, I'm not, a, I won't out them, but they're going to know. One time I was gifted a <laughs> pair of arth arthritis flip-flops. Swear. Swear. Please because tell me this wasn't your boyfriend. <laughs> Please tell me this wasn't your boyfriend. Thank God it wasn't my boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. He would no longer be your boyfriend. No, it would be over in that moment. Oh, my gosh. No. Um, it was, like, an extended family member. And, like, okay. it was definitely, like, I was on the the bottom of the list as far as it went for, like, clearly. shopping. Clearly. Um, and somehow I ended up with these literally the foam, like, quite literally not like the, the ugliest flip-flops I've like ever seen in my life. Not like the cute, like, Y2K foam. No, no, no. Like, it had, like, imprints of where your toes are supposed <gasps> to go. And it was, like, this, like, mucus, like, tan color. It was atrocious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting things that are better than that this year, okay? <laughs> That's horrible. It was horrible. Um, I I'm really sorry for those yeah. that are listening who know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so that's that. How did moving go? Okay, so just to bring everybody up to speed, me and Alana... Our lease started December 1st. We are filming this podcast on December 4th. Mm -hmm. Neither of us have fully moved into the apartment, nor do we plan on fully moving into the apartment until... January 1st. January 1st. Mm -hmm. So December's kind of like a... It's like a slow burn. Like, you know, it's like a coffee table here, a Keurig there, a bed sheet, a pillow. Like, we're really just taking our time, um, which is very nice. Uh, we both have a lot of travel going on in December and just... Uh, we don't really have the means to do, like, one big move. Like, neither of us have the resources to just, like, one day wake up and move everything, especially considering we're coming from our parents' house where we had nothing. Right. Like, our parents have everything. Like, the other day I was at Wegmans, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I have to buy 
Ziploc sandwich bags for me and Alana because what am I going to do without them? Like my mom usually buy th- buys these. I did go to ShopRite with my mom this weekend and we did like a full walk down like the cleaning aisle and she was like, you would need this and you would need that. Uh, and I, I know like, Eileen would know. But I was like, I, you don't think of those stupid little things Mm-mm. until you're actually like involved. Scrub in your, daddy. Scrub daddy. Right. Soap. Hand soap. Hand soap. Dish soap. All this varieties uh, uh, of uh, soap. Uh, 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 aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot to process no it's a lot so we're really like we're, we're actually from here going to our apartment and doing I actually have people there right now Katie has had a crew every single day since December 1st move something into the apartment so like I, I her mom actually vlogged the day she sent me a yeah. full um update about wh- where the apartment was mm-hmm. and Katie had 10 individuals, all in separate rooms, working on different projects. Somebody's on the bed frame. Somebody's unrolling the rug. People are unpacking yeah. things in the kitchen. I was yeah. like, you you roll with a posse. And let me tell you, I got a bed, I got a rug, and I got our coffee table. And that's, well, and I filled our candy jars, which is really important because you can't continue with the move until the candy jars are full. Yeah, I mean, that's going to kind of propel you through all of these hard tasks. And I wanted building. you to have the candy jars full. For when you decided to start moving. I don't know when you're, I don't know, I didn't know your plan. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about you. You're always thinking about me. Even though on December 4th, I still have yet to have one item in this apartment that we now own. It was selfishly nice for me though, because on December 1st, when I, or 2nd, when I actually started moving my stuff in, I used your room as overflow. That's perfect. It's great. Um, But don't worry, it's all out of there now. I actually am just remembering in this moment that I had a full thing like a full section of just things in my house that I wanted to bring with me to unpack in the apartment, left them at home. Great. Okay. Well, you know so, what? You'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to go meet my movers after this <laughs> and thank them for all their hard work. They're building my dresser right now. Right. Praise be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's how the move's going. We'll check back in January 1st. Yeah, we'll check back in. But let me just tell you this. On January 1st, it's going to be the most beautiful, stunning apartment you've seen in your entire life. It already is. It, it's going really mm-hmm. well up until this point like the more we add the better it's going to get yeah we are going to throw bangers in 2024 oh my like, god it's gonna be, um literally i think i'm gonna be like like sober in our apartment probably like 40 percent of the time and drunk like 60 percent of the time because it just gives like like sitting around with like a glass of wine and mm-hmm. aperol spritz a shot like i don't like it literally like it just it, it's giving it's so, so universal. Excited. Like it's like, yeah. oh, on a Tuesday after work, you want a glass of wine? Totally, come sit on the couch. Mm-hmm. On a Friday, you want to get going. You want to start shots. You want to do seltzers. Like it's ready for a party. No, I, I just and that's be, why I love. I her. wouldn't be party ready twenty four seven. That's not why. I, that's why I'm not even mad that our couch got back ordered because like just more room to party. <laughs> yeah, I have a bone to pick with furniture. Yeah, just in general, because like nothing comes on time. No, nothing. It's, comes on it's time. horrible, and that's why Alana still hasn't moved a single piece in. It's December. 4th. I'll be sleeping on just a mattress for the next three weeks, just so everyone knows. That's yeah. okay though, because I have the duvet, I have the pillows, and I have the mattress. And like, what else do you actually physically Wait, need? So, what are you bringing today? The duvet and the pillows. That's the big move. That's the big move. Okay. Oh no, I have all of our kitchen supplies. Oh, thank God, because all I brought was silverware. Oh, I have so much good stuff for the kitchen. And then um, I got a few things for the bathroom. I mean, you know, it, we're doing it. I'm taking my time, but I'm doing it. That's awesome. Is there, um, is there anything else you wanted to catch up the, the team on? Because we're really a team over here. We are a team. Honestly, no, I don't think. More just like that I'm just like loving Christmas time. I saw you note that. You're just really jingle. Oh, my God, you actually 
put a note in here about Bad Mom's Christmas. That's crazy because we were just talking about that with Colin two yeah. seconds ago. Well, that's what made me want to write it down because I'm like, oh, okay. PSA, best Christmas movie. Top five, at least. Uh, mm. You would put it at three? I would put it at three. Bad Mom's Christmas. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, get mm -hmm. on it right the fuck now. It is fantastic. I couldn't say enough good things. No, and if you've seen like the regular Bad Moms and you're like, I don't know if this one's like, da da da, it's next level. Couldn't have said it better. Mila myself. Kunis. You actually, there's so many good actresses in there, but I can't remember all their names right now. The Bad Moms Christmas is so hilarious. Oh my, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. We should watch it together when we finally move in in January. That'd be great. Oh my gosh. After Christmas. With a glass of wine on a Tuesday. Yeah, are you a red wine or white wine kind of girl? White, always. Okay, same. Okay, good. <sighs> Pinot Grigio at the good house. Good thing we checked that off. <laughs> good thing. Now we can move in. Again, yeah, we, we are, we're good to go. Okay, cool. Amazing, Lons. Should we um, ponder over into our pop culture stories? Because we actually somehow gathered a pretty decent amount. What's poppin', KT? I'd love to. What's poppin' with hey, you? Hey, Lons. What's poppin'? Brandon Witch is opt-in. Try not options. to get canceled on YouTube. I didn't, I didn't Why are you going to get canceled? Well, not canceled, but not taken down. Oh, oh, no, just demonetized. I won't take you down. That You just can't earn money, which we're nowhere close <laughs> to doing, actually, so it's totally fine. Oh, that's fine. what we're worried about right now? I'm, I'm trying to make a dollar, okay? Well, they'll, like, mute your whole thing, I think. Oh, okay, all right. Well, it's okay. Either way, we're popping. And I'm trying to, like, grow on YouTube. I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want to piss off, what's her name? Susan. Like, I don't want to piss off Susan. Okay, no, it's fine. But what's popping, KT? Okay. The biggest piece of news, which... If you are a Philadelphia Eagles fan, which I'm assuming 95% of this podcast is, and you're watching the game last night, then you know who Big Dom is. Right. Lance, were you watching the game? Oh, I watched the whole thing go down. You saw the whole thing with Big Dom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so long story short, Eagles are playing. Some guy on the other team, I forget his name, literally picks up Devontae Smith and slams him on the ground. It was clearly... Misconduct. Uh, misconduct, thank you. You're welcome. Not to be confused with misconduct. The, the bar. bar. No. That we also love. Yeah, we also love them. Um, it's, or I thought it was, that's called like personal foul. Okay, I said I watched it. I didn't say I know. Oh, the okay, okay, term. okay, okay, okay. See, if my brother was here, he would literally break this down so well for you guys. Physical misconduct. I think that really is it. Personal foul. Per <laughs> I don't know. Please stop signing. <laughs> Because you definitely just said something offensive. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, some a player picks it up. There's like a little scuffle going on. Big Dom gets involved. Big Dom is head of security for the Eagles. You see him all the time. He's always like right behind Nick Sirianni. Okay. Been with the team for 25 years. Anyway, here's the headline. NFL likely to take action after Eagles director of security involved himself in a player altercation, which is... In my personal opinion, the player began the altercation, and Big Tom is doing what he knows best, which is security. Sure, right. Like, I don't really think, I, like, this guy was, like, ugh, whatever. Dom DeSandro has been the, a fixture of the Eagles since 1999. He played a significant role in Sunday's game against the 49ers. Um, DeSandro interjected himself into a scrum that happened after 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw slammed Eagles receiver Devontae Smith to the ground near the Philadelphia sideline. Greenlaw threw a punch at the man known as Big Dom. It made contact, even if it was more of a forceful grazing. Regardless enough, Greenlaw got eject ejected. Big Dom was sent off the field, too. 
And that could just be the beginning. So I don't really know. Like, I guess they're saying since Big Dom got in the middle that the Eagles could face a fine. Um, I'm not really sure the Eagles care. I mean, if there's one thing about Philly, it's like we don't care. Like, they'll take a fine. Yeah, they'll be okay with the fine. Because literally, he's doing his job. He's He's doing his job. Oh, my gosh. He's hindering a bad situation that's going to occur. I don't think you used that right. I did, to hinder. To hinder is to, like, halt. No, really? I don't, he's hindering the situation. He is. I feel like that means he's, like, throwing it more off the rails. I'm really, no, no, it doesn't. Because here's the thing. I know one S-H-E word. And it's hinder. And it's hinder. So, like, I know how that, I swear to God. It means to, like, halt or to stop. To hinder. To slow down. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you keep doing this? Hinder. I don't actually know if that's right. I, mom, mom, please, please fact check me on that. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's, let me, let me rephrase. He is trying his best to stop the situation from occurring or getting worse. Please stop, stop, stop. Please tell me, come on. Here's the definition of hinder. I'm telling you it's right. No, no. Create difficulties for someone resulting in a delay or obstruction. You literally used an antonym. <laughs> okay, there's what I've never been good at vocab. I've never been good at vocab. Clip it. <laughs> okay, so this would. Can um, you get us back on track, please? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> let me let me get an, a good antonym for hinder. So I would say Big Dom was um, trying to facilitate the means to an end. Like he was trying to, he was trying to, he was trying to say, you know. Okay, listen, I'm not in Big Dom's head, okay? I'm just trying to say. We're trying to turn a football scenario into like this wordy situation. There was okay, a fight we need to and reset. he tried we to break to it up. We need he to tried to break up the fight. That's the answer. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Big Dom tried to step in. Big Dom gets kicked off the field. He gets a standing ovation. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, and then everyone in my living room was, like, standing up, freaking out that he got thrown out. Yeah, and out. I'm like, trying to get my hands on one of those Big Dom sweatshirts that they were sell- selling outside the stadium last week. But I can't find them online anywhere. I think it was an in-person-only sale. But I'm hoping now, like, okay, like, it, Barstool's got to step up. For sure. That, that'll be on the site next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess that's actually all I have to say about that, which is a whole lot of horseshit. Like literally nothing <laughs> except for the fact that Alana can't spell or speak. Um, next story. <laughs> wow, that was riveting stuff. Really riveting. We're really starting off like gripping that audience's attention. Engagement, baby. Okay, let's talk about something really engaging though. Because Beyonce's renaissance brightens up the box office with $21.8 million bow. Wow. And, uh, okay. Rewind. I saw the Renaissance movie this past Thursday, opening night. Wow. It was emotional. It was almost three hours. It was, I would say, like 50% music and then 50% behind the scenes. Like 50% lie of the concert, 50% behind the scenes. I kind of love that, though. It was so good. And they they knew just where to stop and, like, tell the story behind the scenes. I learned so much about the tour, so much about, like, it took her four years to put this together. Like, she started planning the tour before the album even came out. Wow. And they talked to Blue Ivy. Oh, wait. Obsessed. Okay, so this is a spoiler if you haven't seen yet. Can I tell you? Yeah, yeah. 
I will so, see it, but I won't see it for we like all a few know months. That, we all know that Blue Ivy was like the highlight of the Renaissance tour. 100%. And her like coming out on stage. So here's the real story. Oh my God, I'm like going to get emotional. So originally, Blue was the one who came to Beyonce and was like, Mom, like I want to be on stage. Like I want to do something. And Beyonce was like, no, Blue, like you're 11. Like you're too young. It's too much pressure. No. But Blue somehow convinced her. She was like, Mom, like I want to do it. Let me work hard. If I'm not ready, then I won't do it. But if I'm ready... Like, let me try. So Beyonce was like, okay, fine. So she rehearsed, 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 and Beyonce was like, fine. And it's so funny hearing Beyonce tell the story because she's like, I'm standing on stage, and all of a sudden I see Blue coming up behind me, at, like, you know, like coming out of the, the, the bottom of the stage, and I feel like I'm going to faint. And I'm like, why the fuck did I let her do this? Like, such a mom. Like, she's like, oh, my God, like, am I stupid? Like, why am I letting Blue Ivy on stage right now? Anyway, so apparently after that first performance, you know, everybody was like, that was amazing. Right. One of Blue's so-called friends showed her some social media posts where people were calling her stiff. People were calling uh. her just, like, really mean things. But you know what Blue did? Worked harder. Worked harder. But that was only supposed to be a one-time gig. Beyonce was like, you can come on stage one time, and that's it. But people loved it so much, and Blue was like, Mom, like I need to do better because of all these like negative comments. And then she came on stage again and again and again, and, just became, and it became larger than life. And it was just incredible to hear her talk about it, and I just want to let you know, if you've ever put a hate comment about Blue Ivy on social media, I have a personal vendetta against you, and I hope terrible things happen to you. Like... She's 11. Can everyone, like, back off? Yeah, okay. Back you, off. You, you, you couldn't get up in front of Beyonce's uh-uh. audience. The Beehive? Yeah. You, how about you get up in front of the Beehive? And how about you uh, dance for, what? oh, my God, literally, she's up there for, it feels like, five minutes. Full choreography. Looking fantastic, leading Beyonce's backup dancers down the, yeah, like, you know, down the center of the stage. Down? <laughs> down the center of the stage. Yeah, instead of sitting on your couch with Dorito dust on your shirt. Oh, sorry. I could really get into it. Well, anyway. can we just say, though, like, talk about an 11-year-old with a very legitimate argument and, like, very, um, like, like, she's not even acting like a kid. Very mature. So mature. She's so mature. Behind, well, when you grow up, I feel like the way she did, you kind of got to be, like, right to mature. Yeah. And there's this other scene where um, Beyonce's talking to, like, her team, and they're talking about what songs they're going to do on tour. And Beyonce's like, I don't know. And they're talking about, like, Formation and Diva. And Beyonce's like, I don't know. And Blue was like, Mom, you have to do those songs. Like, they're the best songs if you have to do it. And Beyonce's like, Blue, I hear you. (laughs) But you can't interrupt. Like, whatever. And it immediately cuts to Beyonce performing Diva. It was so, like, like, Blue literally knows what's good. Oh, my gosh. It was just incredible. The whole movie was incredible. The way they cut from you kind of just have to see it like they cut from like show to show costume to costume flawlessly everything about Beyonce flawless like the her work ethic I I I could never I could (laughs) literally never it's so impressive yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna want to see that uh, text me when you do because I'll I would love to watch it with you okay and I'll be watching it at least probably three more times before the year is out, hopefully. Amazing. If I can get it on some dark web streaming service because I won't be paying another $30 to go to the theater. $30? It's because I was opening night recliner seats. I think they're like 20 now. Okay. Back down to like normal prices. Okay. But anyway, Beyonce's new concert film delivered the goods at the North American box office where it sang the biggest opening at the early December box office in two 
decades. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, which the superstar wrote, directed, and produced, grossed a better-than-expected $21.8 over 2,500 locations in its domestic debut. Also, did you see her outfit at the premiere? Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. And her in blue. Her and blue. And, of course, I saw my gal. Should we, should we get into that? Should we get into that? Sure. Let's do it. Um, because Taylor Swift was also there. was at the Renaissance World Tour premiere in London. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She looked, she looked good. I like that she dressed on theme. Very on theme. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. I think she looked great. I loved that Blake Lively was there. Oh, my God. How did Blake Lively catch the invite? Was she Taylor's plus one? I don't actually know that. I'm assuming because they're best friends that maybe she oh was. <laughs> the picture of her plus Blake one? Lively and Beyonce together. Gagging. Screaming. <laughs> crying. Throwing up. I was like, these two girls together. Like, for me, that's, like, worlds colliding. Because I know they're both, like, super A-listers, but I think of, like, Beyonce and Taylor Swift on, like, a larger-than-life list. Like, Blake Lively isn't really – I love her, but she's not larger than life. Yeah, I've heard recently that there's actually a list that's above A. Yeah, 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 what's for it, sure. What's it called? I, I don't know. I'm not on it. It has – it has <laughs> – yet. <laughs> Yeah, it has some kind of name. I don't know what it is, but there's, like, people are, like, Messi is on it, other, like, sports phenomenon. Michael Jordan, probably. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't really care. But, yeah. And T-Swift and Beyonce. And then Blake's really, like, an A-lister. She's she's a traditional A-lister. A-lister, for sure. Her and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. No hate there. No hate there. Oh, my God. A- We're literally A-list, calling them A-listers. A-list. I don't think that's hate. No, but like A-list is just as good. It's just as good. Wait, Alana, why don't you take the story away? Because I actually didn't see this. Yeah, sure. Ryan Reynolds trolls Taylor Swift, Blake Lively, with photoshopped pic of him and Travis Kelsey. So there's a phenomenal picture of Blake Lively and Taylor Swift. and they're At like, said premiere. At the Renaissance premiere. They look fantastic. Like, they're kind of like, they're posing together, but like in a very like scandalous, like kind of like... They're kind of like draped over one another. Yes, yes. It was it was phenomenal. Ryan Reynolds then <laughs> photoshopped his face and Travis Kelsey's face on top of Taylor Swift and, and Blake On Lively. top of their ladies. It was fantastic. So super funny because the picture was already like people were like ooing and awing over it, you know, because yeah. it's just so fantastic. He's hilarious. And then to have it be there, the girls' bodies and the guys' faces, like, you can't even make it up. It's so good. No, and you know, he's just like sitting in his bedroom, like, <laughs> like cracking up at himself. Do you think he was going to break the, or he thought he was going to break the internet with that? I feel like he always hopes, of course. Sure. But I don't think he's ever Who doesn't, really, you know? Yeah, I think he's like fine, you know, if he's, he doesn't. He, you know, I mean. I'm sure he A-list. had a good feeling. He's an A-lister, too. He, he's a solid A-lister. For sure, for Top, sure. Honestly, in the top half of the A-listers, probably. Well, did you see this? the Instagram caption that Blake wrote? What did she write? <gasps> you didn't see this? Wait, okay. This, I didn't put this as a story because I thought, honestly, it was going to be included in the article. It could have been. No, I don't, th- I don't think it was. So, obviously, Blake Lively, I'm, I'm going to assume she went with Taylor Swift. I, I think she did. I don't think Taylor, like, doesn't get a plus one at these kind of things. So, Blake Lively posted this picture. With her and Beyonce, oh. the one that I was screaming, crying, throwing up over. Yes, I saw the picture. What is the caption? I'm actually going to read the whole thing because I think it's really important. Okay. She said, when I grew up, women were always pit against one another. It took me until adulthood to see that the instinct for women to lift each other up to their highest potential is the norm, not the exception. Most of my best friends are women who would have been packaged to me as threats or competition. 
it is our job to show younger generations the power of aligning rather than dividing. All this to say, Beyonce and Taylor Swift, neither of you have been threatened by my pop stardom. <laughs> There's space for us all. Renaissance, a film by Beyonce in theaters now, and even better than you can imagine. Yeah, I love that. I feel like that literally sums up everything that people have been saying, like negative, positive, like, because I feel like so many times people, like crazy fans, pin them against each other, and it's not fair, and I think Blake Lively was really smart to say that. Okay, not us spending the entire, since the beginning of this podcast, us pinning them against each other, and now we're like, it's not fair. You know what? They are both just. I have said <laughs> since day one, my issue is never with Taylor Swift. It is with Colin. the insane Swifties. Colin, Colin is with me. He stands with no, me. No, guys, I'm alone. <laughs> I'm, al- I'm on an island. I'm on an island. No, but we are, I love seeing the women get together. I love seeing them promote each other. I love, you know, we just love success. Especially Blake Lively does too. That's what she's saying. So love it. Love that. Colin, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you guys. I've, I, I, no qualms with Taylor. It's, it's with the, it's with some of the ways that the Swifties compare her to Beyonce, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, moving on to our next story because, how the fuck do you say the Golden Bachelor's name? Wait, what do you mean? How would you say that, Gary? Yeah, is that what it is? I think so. I thought it was maybe like Jerry. Yeah. What do you, G-E-R-R-Y. Jerry. Gary. Jerry. Jerry. Colin says Jerry. Yeah, because Gary would be G-A-R-Y. Gar- this like the snail. Now we're learning to spell. We're learning to speak. We're learning to pronounce. And we're learning definitions This here. is Miss Rach. Educational podcast. This is essentially Miss Rach. Okay, so Jerry Turner. Go ahead. Give it to us. I thought this was very interesting, <sighs> actually. Dismisses ex- ex's weight-shaming claims. Really don't have time to think about it. He says. Also, side note, Jerry is so handsome. So cute. Ugh. Like, I haven't watched the season, really, but he is, like, from everything I see, he seems like a really genuine guy. Yeah, and, like, I have to say, I feel like the way he's handling this, so so I guess we need to give a little more context, right? Okay, so Golden Bachelor star Jerry Turner seemingly blew off claims that he allegedly broke up with his ex-girlfriend due to her weight gain. Quote, I don't have time to reflect on comments like this, Turner told the LA Times in an interview published Thursday. My only response is that I have so many positive things in my life right now. I have my wonderful love, Teresa, my partner. And he's adding that he's happy to look forward. The reality star's golden character came into question last week when The Hollywood Reporter released its expose claiming that Turner lied about his past. Um, His ex, Carolyn, wait, Per his ex, who goes by Carolyn to maintain her anonymity. No. Anonymity. No, I feel like Dory. And then. No, 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 it's Nemo. It's Nemo. And he's like, go ahead. Say it to us. Anonymity. I'm literally Nemo. Okay. Oh my God, we have one brain cell. Carolyn wants to be anonymous. That's what she's trying to get at. And the 72-year-old bachelor had a living girlfriend who he dated for three years shortly after the death of his wife. The information conflicts with the heart-wrenching story that Turner shared on the dating show in which he claimed he hadn't been kissed since his wife's 2017 death. So there's a... a, a so much to unpack. There's so much to unpack, and... 
I think essentially the Hollywood Reporter is just diving into his life, trying to make him look like a fraud. And I feel like we're forgetting that it's The Bachelor, not CSI. Right. Right. And honestly, I will say, I feel like Jerry's PR team, like, they're doing a fantastic job because here's I think how, so too. Here's how I take that comment. I don't have time to reflect on comments like this. I actually genuinely believe, just by reading that, like, that it is so false because it's like, even though he's kind of commenting on the fact that there's a situation, he's basically saying, like, I am so busy. I have so much going on. I don't have time to, like, talk about nonsense. I See, I kind of interpreted it as, like, this is so beneath me. Like, not beneath me, but this is so obscene and a crazy accusation. I'm not even addressing it. Like, yes. I have so much other stuff. Like, yeah. not even that he's, like... How much do you think Gary really has going on? <laughs> How busy could he be? He's 72, retired, and just settled down with a lovely uh, woman. I guess her name is Teresa. Spoiler. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know what? He's moving on. He's moving forward. And I'm sure this is going to go right under the rug. Like, this is just... There's no substance to this. No. And, like, if it is true, that's horrible. For sure. Horrible. But I just feel like I didn't... I watched here and there on this season, and, like, you can tell he's a good person. Like, I don't think that this could be true. I also think the things that he quote-unquote lied about, that The Hollywood Reporter is saying that he lied about, aren't, like, criminal. Right. Like, he literally was just, like, like, it was it was nitpicky about his career. It was nitpicky about, like, who he's kissed. Like, mm -hmm. I just think a lot of the stuff was built up for the show. It wasn't supposed to be a really deceiving anyone. Like, I don't think anything yeah. really is, like, poorly reflecting his character. Totally. Well, unless, of course, the weight shaming is true because that would be horrible. Uh-huh. But other than that, I'm like, okay, like, he, he lied about when he retired for a television show called The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Like, cut the man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you want to pick one more? And we'll get into questions. Let's do it because okay. I got to talk about Florence Pugh. Let's do it. Somebody had the fucking nerve to throw something at Florence Pugh's face right on stage. She was standing next to all her co-stars when a rogue object thrown hit her face at the Dune Part 2 event. Um, Florence Pugh was struck in the face by an object thrown by a fan during a panel for the Dune Part 2 at 2023 Comic-Con in Brazil. <sighs> Footage shared to social media from the 2023 Comic-Con on December 3rd shows the Don't Worry Darling actress being struck by an object thrown on stage during the panel. If you go and look up the video, you can see she literally gets rocked in the face. That's so terrible. Wait, also it's really funny because this article refers to her as the Don't Worry Darling actress and the last article I read referred to her as the Little Woman actress. What oh. do you think of when you hear Florence Pugh? Okay, I actually do think of Little Woman. I think of Little Women. Interesting though. Okay, I mean, yeah, she's she's got... I, I, but also, like, I oddly think of her as her character in Black, well, is it in Black Widow? Yeah, a lot. You're not a Marvel girl. Mm. Here and there. I, I'm, I'm a see every TV show, every movie kind of Marvel girl, Marvel girl, and so I think of her as that. I don't, I guess I think of Don't Worry Darling, but I more think of, like, the, when I think of Don't Worry Darling, I think about the drama. Yeah, right. I think of the Harry, of the Olivia yeah, the whole throwing things at people, I'm just not really sure. If I thought I'm, we were over this. I'm just not sure if I'm understanding. I'm not sure if I'm, like, really... I, I thought we were over the whole throwing things at people. Yeah. Because remember a few months back, it was, like, I think Kelsey Ballerini 
pink, like all these. Baby Rexa. Oh my God, the phone at PB. She was the, she was the, the original. One. Yeah. Like people were just getting stuff thrown out left and right. And then I feel like it simmered down and now all of a sudden throwing C stuff Cardi out. Bay. Well, that was, she was, they were throwing, she was throwing. There was a lot of Yeah, throwing. she was throwing back. She was in the Beyonce documentary too at a really funny part. Oh, good to know. Because, you know, like the mute challenge. Mm -hmm. Look around, everybody, how I'm mute. Beyonce did it, but it was like extended in the movie. And then all of a sudden it just cuts to Cardi B's <sighs> face. And I'm like, try not to laugh. Um, anyway, stop throwing things at people. It's not cool. It's not funny. And it's actually like, go away. It's just illegal. Like it's actually oh, just illegal. that too. Assault for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, weird, weird. Yeah. Uh, no more to say about that. Just like do better, you know, do better. That's a great one, Lons. All right, let's move into our Q&A portion of the show because there's nothing more me and Lons P like talking about than one another. We love it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Should we go tip for tat? Like I ask a question, you ask a question? Yeah, let's but do then, it. Wait, but we're both going to answer, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, I have things to say. <laughs> yeah, so each question will go tip for tat and then we'll both answer the question. Okay? I'll go first. Yeah? Okay. Go, go, go. go. All right, let's start. Let's start off strong. Wait, no. Don't ask the first one. No, I'm not going to. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask this one though. Okay. What made you guys want to start a podcast? Oh, you're starting right in the middle of the list. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've actually wanted to start a podcast for probably like a year, over a year. Yeah. At this point. Mm -hmm. But you know, we never actually got the guts to do it until we got really drunk one night at the White Briar, off. Uh, blue lemonades and transfusions and we kind of looked at each other we're like let's just do it we're, we're ordering the equipment we're gonna set up in our mom's living room and we're gonna just record an episode and that's what we did yeah and I'm actually having flashbacks to I feel like we talked about this because I'm remembering the equipment ordering at at, at the, the White, White Briar um, so we've definitely discussed this before but honestly I think the story is it it says so much about wait us. let's actually tell the whole story okay let's do it okay so because honestly, we've we've been talking a lot about this podcast and we're like, what what exactly, like, where does it come from and like, why did we want to do it in the first yeah. place? And it really stems from our love of being on stage and like yeah. the theater. The theater, of course. And like how we, neither of us really went that route of like singing, you know, doing play. Well, only one of us actually has talent and that would be Alana, so. Well, it depends on how you look at it. Some of us can sing, some of us can make TikToks. You know, like, you, you, got, you give and take, you know what I mean? You give and take. Yep, you give and take. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's really where it stems from. Yes, so starting this podcast stems from our love for wanting to be famous on stage, <laughs> center of attention. Yeah. But the way it actually started was we went to happy hour at the White Briar over the summer. Mm -hmm. Alana had a few blue lemonades. Wait, blueberry lemonades. I had a few transfusions, and we were like, what if we just ordered podcast equipment? So I'm what pretty we sure just... we ordered it right. Did we order it right there? Yeah, we ordered the shittiest equipment that we could find on Amazon because yeah. we were like, oh my gosh, it's going to be perfect. And the microphones were so bad. We had oh no idea. God, so bad. It was horrible. Um, and we learned so much about podcasting, I feel like, in the first three episodes because we had no idea what we were doing. The first episode, it took us equal amount of time to set up as it did to record. But here's the thing. This is the crazy thing about it. We've been doing it for what? Five months? Five months. Five months. And now we're in a legitimate studio with That's legitimate crazy. equipment. And it's just like, I'm so proud of us. 
Oh my God, I'm so proud. I feel like we're making strides. But yeah, so basically our podcast is like because we love the theater. Mm -hmm. We want to be famous. We like to talk. We like to talk to each other mostly. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, we just feel like people would enjoy the things that we say. And if anyone who has a podcast tries to tell you that, oh my God, I'm so shy. Like, I really, I don't want to be the center of attention. Like, I really just, it's a passion project. They're fucking lying. We've lied about that. We've absolutely they lied about that. They want to be on stage. They want their voice heard. And that's okay. So stop lying and just embrace your inner star. Yeah, embrace it. Your inner pop star. I feel like we should just naturally transition into the next question of what are some of your goals with the podcast for the next year? Goal number one, I think you're going to agree, live show. Absolutely. It's going to be epic. And it's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. That's all we'll say. Another goal, a sponsor, (laughs) which is also in the works. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be cool. (laughs) So, like, getting paid and getting seen. Getting seen, getting paid, getting more listeners. I actually just want to like meet the people who listen to this podcast genuinely. Yeah, for real. For real. So um, those are really, like, I feel like. Those are the I, big two. I will say, I feel as though every episode we do, it gets better. It gets more kind of coherent. There's a lot less stumbling because I know, like, episode one, well, I couldn't say. Except for maybe today. Today was a little rocky for sure up until this point. <laughs> but you know what? You got you to gotta get laughter somewhere. You, know? you got yeah. Sometimes you gotta just let the you gotta let, the let brain loose. Flow. Yeah, let let loose. Let Calabunga. Okay, I'm asking the next question. Okay, what is the best beach at the Jersey Shore? Mm, good one. Well, there's two parts to that question, because what's the best physical beach is different than what's the best beach town. For sure. I actually feel like the way this question was asked though is what's actually the best beach. Wait, I felt like they want to know the beach town. Let's just get both. We're so giving. Okay, I would say the best beach town, Avalon. I'm biased. Oh, my Um, God. We're all so surprised. That's crazy. (laughs) Avalon is hands down the best beach town. No ifs, ands, or buts. But a close second favorite beach town, and actually my favorite beach, is Beach Haven and LBI. I I love Beach Haven. I know you didn't see that coming. Like, I don't want to say you just shoebied the crap out of that question, but, like, you kind of did by giving by going from Avalon to LBI. You didn't even pick one that's, like, down by Avalon for Peachtown. Also, what, the, what else was I going to say? Ocean City, New Jersey. Ocean City, Sea Isle, Cape Ocean May, City is Stone the city Harbor. of shoebies. Okay, let, let, I'll go now. I'll go now. You Ocean City is the city I'm, of shoebies. I'm happy for you, and I'm happy... For your love of Avalon and LBI. You just wanted me to say Strathmere. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I love You just Strathmere. wanted me to say Sea Isle. You just wanted me to say Strathmere. <laughs> and I didn't say what you wanted me to say. So you're calling me a shooby because you know that's where it hurts. No, I'm just calling you a shooby because you are one. But, <laughs> um, okay, moving on. So I Oh, my was... God. You've actually never said anything meaner to me in your entire life. <laughs> but, like, by definition, you are one. It's true. It's true. You don't live there, but that's okay. Anywho, let me go. Let me go. I mean, like, you don't live on the island either, but it's fine. Okay, now you're just reaching because you're (laughs) upset. (laughs) Like, you're just reaching because you're sad. It's okay. (laughs) I actually will say, I agree with you. Best beach, Mm -hmm. Avalon. I'm going to agree with you. 
I love the Avalon Beach. The sand is incredibly oh. soft. The beaches are long. Yeah. The, the, the ocean is beautiful. The lifeguards are, they have those like nice stands where they sit up at the top like that. Like I love the And they're Avalon all very beach. tan. All very tan. Um, I just feel like it's a great beach. You can't go wrong. Yeah. I agree with you there. Um, but I mean, like, again, not shocking. I'm going to say best beach town is Sea Isle for I, sure. I knew you were going to say Sea Isle and I just disagree. Okay. Who knew this question would cause uprise? <laughs> would cause a war? <laughs> well, actually, I kind of did. It's good to have differences. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why me and Alana live 20 minutes from each other in the summer and never see one another. Right. It's actually because one of us goes to visit the other and then <gasps> the other person won't come and return the favor. That's just... Next question? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, next question. Next, next question, question. Next question. Next question. Next question. question. Okay. Okay, top thing on your Christmas wish list. New Ugg slippers. I need new slippers so bad. Mm. I've been wearing... I'm sorry, I just choked on air. I've been wearing the slippers that I have now. It's like the classic Ugg with like the fuzzies on top. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 totally. Um, like my house slipper. I've been wearing for the past like four years and I wear them every single day. And so there's like no more fur. They're completely walked through. They have stained. They're disgusting. Mm. Like absolutely disgusting. Mm. So I'm thinking if I get a new pair for Christmas, I can bring them to the apartment and they'll be like my new house slipper. Amazing. How about you? Love that. Um, I'm actually in the market for a new perfume, which is pretty specific. <gasps> but like, I feel like I need to grow up and stop pretending like so de Janeiro like is like good for like an elegant mm. night out on the like mm-hmm. to dinner because I feel like it's not like it's, it's like good, a daytime perfume for sure but like I just use it at every purpose and I feel yeah. like I need to like actually invest in a nice perfume gotcha um I think Sol de Janeiro is great for the daytime it's it great for, for sure like, walking around it's great for nighttime you know what I recommend do I Estee Lauder bronze goddess oh duh I did know that Wait, so, okay, because I, I gave my parents this, I, well, I told my mom, like, I was hoping that I could get a new perfume. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of hard to, like, shop for somebody, because, like. Yeah. But I'm going to just, like, let her go with it and see what happens, but then I will give yours a try, too, if, you can, like, hers is an epic fail. Yeah, you can also just, like, borrow mine if you want and see if you like. I, not to brag, get so many compliments saying that I smell good. Okay. And that's my, it's my favorite compliment of all time. <laughs> that you smell good? Yeah. Okay. That's, like, the best compliment ever. If I, like, hug someone or they're like, oh, you smell good, especially if I've never met them before, I'm like, oh, we're best friends. Obsessed. <laughs> and now you get to live, I can, like, walk right around or right across the hall and, like, steal some from you. Not even the hall. Across the living room. Well, in, like, a month I can do that. True. By the time we actually decide we're going to live there. True. Oh, my God. This is a funny question. Can you tell when someone is from South Jersey versus North Jersey? Yeah. Yes. Besides... The pork roll and Taylor Ham debate. Like, what else would you say? Wait, I feel like the vibes are very clear. Okay. Okay. Like, especially short towns. Give us some examples. Like, do you mean that, like, people who are from short towns are a little bit more laid back? Like, no, not not even short towns, just like North Jersey, South Jersey. I can tell, like, the back of my hand. She can tell. Like, the back of her hand. I can. No, I believe you. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I guess. Like, once you get to talking to somebody and you kind of, like, know what they're about, there's obviously a very big difference between, like, I feel like it's a different Well, lifestyle. I mean, t- at the end of the day, Jersey is united. Jersey is one. <laughs> um, we I'm stand gonna have, with all New Jerseyans. I stand with all New Jerseyans, um, and I will always have your back no matter north, south, 
central, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, no. I will always have your back. What? No, central. I feel like it's a big debate, you know? It is a big debate. Um, and I would say it does exist because there's some people who I don't want to include in South Jersey, and I don't think North Jersey wants to include them either. So just let them be in the middle. Let them run with it. Let them run with it. Do, do you want to touch on any other of these questions or? Um, I think I Because there's one question, but like it's so obvious. If you want to talk about it, you can. No, 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 no. The really obvious one. Which is? Who's the best singer? Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But now I'm thinking, do they mean between us? Yeah, let's do it between us. <laughs> so who do you think is the best singer, KT? Um, I would say since you have years of training on me, probably you. Right. But, I mean, this wasn't the question, but if we're talking best performer. Oh, my God, you did not just go there. <laughs> you did not just go there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to trigger you, and that was payback for calling me a fucking shooby, you asshole. Okay, honestly, deserved. I'll take it. I'm on the verge of tears, but I'll take Oh my god, you are crying. <laughs> um, no, I would say that like I think you hit great notes. If you're like committed and you're ready to go, you hit those notes. And I have to remember that I'm an alto. Like I always try to hit those soprano notes and I'm really just not. You a soprano. reach. You reach for the sky and then sometimes you come up a little bit short. But that's I feel like all singers in the game. For sure. Yeah. Um, what are the chances I can convince you to go to Scoop Deville with me after this? Pretty high. It's like a block away. That's easy. And by a block I mean it's like three. Oh. No, I will Like two and a half, two and a half. Okay. Yeah. I don't see why not. No, because we're going to take these headphones off and you're going to be like, no, Katie, we really need to go like move into the apartment. I have stuff to do. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to happen. No, I I'll didn't think about have... it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Think about it, girl. It's in 10 minutes. Katie, you, I feel like you're frustrated today. I just feel like you're coming at me with some frustrated energy and I don't really know how to. Wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been really a chaotic episode, I feel as though. Um, we told you some great stories. We told you some stories that were really lacking substance. substance. Um, and we're just happy that you listened and you and played along with us. I hope you learned a new word. New word, definitions, like vocab. We're all about the vocab. All about the vocab. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye.